Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Tuesday, September 12, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. We'll keep this quick. Shauna's got a rock one. I do. We have a very small window to go to the bathroom during this show. We do. Because the show moves very fast. Mm -hmm. The longest window we get to go is the length of two songs. And if someone happens to be in there, well, you've missed your window for a while. There's a real lineup right now. It's just shocking. There's (laughs) two people waiting. I was like, geez, move. So we'll uh, we'll get to it pretty quickly so you can go do what you you need to do. Very nice of you. Very kind. Um... Man, I was kind of, I was a bit, of, I was a bit foggy on the show today. I was making stupid mistakes, like pushing the wrong buttons and stuff, and just it happens. Yeah, you know? just it's just a thing. Some days it just feels so smooth, and other days it feels like you're running through sand. You yes. know? Yeah. Today mm-hmm. was a running through sand kind of day. Although the show turned out pretty well, I think. Yeah. So that's all that counts. We're going to talk about rental buildings, which Shauna now uh, lives in. Yes. And how these are starting to pop up more and more and what it might mean. Yeah, you can't buy. You can only rent in these buildings. A type of ad that I didn't really know you could buy, but I'm uh, I'm considering it. And an, a celebrity that I thought basically everybody liked, but it turns out my wife McKenna doesn't like this person. And you're kind of indifferent to them, Shauna. Mm-hmm. That and more after your Out of Context clip of the show. My God, look at the size of this one. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Got some Vancouver soft headlines for you, Beckler. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Have they toned down the softness recently? We haven't talked about them in a, in a while. I know it's been a while. Maybe we just haven't been paying attention. But they're back at it here. They are, yeah. So what soft stuff is happening in Vancouver? Uh, so, first of all, Coquitlam residents sad as their inspiration garden is set to be dismantled. Oh, is that soft? That's... Wow. Just everything about that. The word sad in a news headline. I know. Just, it shouldn't be there, it shouldn't, you know? No. And for some reason, it's always Vancouver who incorporates <laughs> sad into their headlines. I'm like, you got to stop that. Because they're losing their inspiration garden. You got to stop garden. that. And their inspiration. Yes. I don't even know what an inspiration garden is. <laughs> it's just a garden? Like, do you have to call it? And anyway. They just okay. assume that you know what it is if you're the, And now they're sad. They're, they're sad. They're sad. So sad. <laughs> uh, next one. Golfer sues fellow golfer claiming golf cart struck her on posh Richmond course. So oh. instead of, you know, car accidents, they're just golf courses. With okay. The fact that also you're talking about these posh golf courses. Like, I'm like, I don't really feel sorry for you. I don't like you're. I feel like they added that word to make you not feel sorry for maybe. the person. Uh, apparently the golf cart was traveling at a high rate of speed near the sixth hole. And this woman says she suffered life altering injuries from the bump of the cart. So she now gets headaches. So she's suing. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, we got a, uh, this one submitted by a friend of the show. And I'm so sorry. I can't find the message now, but um, this is a good one. Emotional support bunny returned to owner after escaping on sky train. So she- <laughs> This woman had a an emotional support bunny. I guess she was she was frantic after the bunny escaped in the sky train. 
And so she asked the transit officers to help her find the emotional support bunny. Uh, luckily, they did. The name of the bunny was Mercedes Sprinter as well. So Good she name. was calling for Good Mercedes name. Sprinter along the SkyTrain. And guess what? We've tracked down the emotional support bunny and everything is fine again. Imagine you're visiting Vancouver and you oh get off at the God. airport and get on the Sky the Sky Train, And there's a woman who's, has anyone seen my emotional support bunny? And she was frantic. So like, it would be more like, my emotional support bunny. <laughs> be like, I am turning the frig around and getting out of here. Someone help that woman. She's sad. Yeah. She's <laughs> Your Vancouver soft headlines for today. Podcast. We were trying to pick a movie to watch last night, and I suggested Apollo 13. Yeah. Family Classic. never seen it. And yeah. I, I said, it's got Tom Hanks. And, you know, we had, uh, we had just watched Forrest Gump as a family. Uh, and McKenna said, I don't like Tom Hanks. And I was flabbergasted. Hmm. I kind of thought Tom Hanks was just universally liked. It's almost a meme that he's universally liked yeah. now. Uh, I have to be honest with you, though. I never have fully understood the hype. No. It's not that I dislike him. I He's neutral to me, though. He's not like the... No, I, I, everybody loves him. I've never really got that either. I had once read that they cast Tom Hanks as Jim Lovell in Apollo 13 because he was the guy that America would want to cheer for to come home. Yeah. And, and the I same read with that too. the same with Castaway, I'm sure. The same with Captain Phillips. The same with Sully. Like this yep. is the guy that you want to see survive because everybody loves him. Totally. Except for McKenna, and apparently a little bit you too. Well, <laughs> I think that maybe we missed his heyday. You know what I mean? Like, cause we're a little bit younger than when he first started coming up. And I think if you grew up like anybody a little bit older, absolutely loves him. And for right. us, it was like, I don't know, maybe. Like if you had if you had been younger when like Philadelphia was out or yes. you've got mail or yeah and when he's big yeah yeah it, part of it is like you want to be attracted to him a bit too and he's almost <laughs> he's just a bit too old to be kind of attracted to him in that way so maybe that's why but again it's not that I dislike him it's just I'd never have understood the whole Tom Hanks is the best ever hype yeah I don't you know? think he's like the best actor ever I just thought he was kind of universally liked I he's was just, sh- shocked that McKenna didn't like him yeah not liking him I mean that's. That's interesting. She said his face bothers her. Oh, so he has a punchable face to her. To her, yeah. Mm, interesting. I was like, no, no he's I got don't a lovable face. He's yeah. Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She said she didn't even like Forrest Gump. Oh. She didn't enjoy Forrest Gump. Okay, now I draw I like, the line there. McKenna, we need to have a chat. We can't take back, all right? No. He, maybe your opinion doesn't count. He didn't win two Oscars and survive COVID for you to dismiss him like that, McKenna. I, I was trying to sympathize with you, McKenna, until that statement. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I have another couple of things that you can't look cool doing, Beckler. Okay. Uh, both of these that I've done recently, and I was like, God, did not look cool doing that. Nope. Uh, the first one, walking down a steep hill. Yeah, that's a tough one because you're like pelvis first, aren't you? Well, like, <laughs> we are so awkward and our knees are not bent that way, right? So when we have to walk down steep hills, you always have to do, yeah, that lean back yeah. because you don't want to fall forward. And then if it's too steep, you then have to do the sidestep, which looks <laughs> ridiculous. Or if you're really that steep, then you're you're skimming down on your ass, True. right? Which none of that looks cool. This, Absolutely not. This one is especially funny to me because we always make fun of my mom. Her natural gait has a bit of a backwards lean. Sometimes. That's funny. And then I can envision the cartoon character just like leaning back. <laughs> and my brother said when they when they were visiting San Francisco, they walked down Lombard Street, which is a, that famously yep. steep and crooked street mm-hmm. in San Francisco. And he said my mom was basically like limboing down the whole thing. Like she was so far I picture reclined. her arms back behind her, her <laughs> knuckles dragging as she's walking down. 
<laughs> Actually, San Francisco would just be an awful place to live because you there's yeah. so many hills, and if you have to walk down them, you're gonna look awkward. And if you're already a bit of a reclined walker, oh my lordy, my, oh so like walking at an impossible angle that just defies physics. <laughs> if I saw that, I would go and crawl underneath her back and just. <laughs> Ma'am, can I? You just have a perfect bridge for me. Can I just get through there? Yeah, that one. You can't look cool. No, you can't. Uh, the other one is getting a bug in your eye. I was biking yesterday. A bug flew directly into my eye. And then at this point, I'm frantically trying to get the bug out of my eye. And I'm nearly crashing. And then you're starting to cry. And you look like you're ugly crying. And you're trying to get that damn thing out of there. Nothing about that looks cool. Well, we just talked about this when I had a piece of barbecue scraping go in my eye. And I couldn't get it out. Yeah. And you kind of panic. Uh-huh. Like anything in your eye. The eyes are not to be messed with, you know? The worst was, this is one of those, like, aphids or whatever they're called. And so, like, I was like, is it still alive in my eye? I couldn't get it out of there. I'm like, there's this thing probably on my eyeball now. Like, help me, Lord. Yeah, you can tough it out a lot of, like, uncomfortable situations. Nope. You can be cool with pain even. Yeah. But... Something in your eye. It's no, never going to look cool. Nope. Now, if you're walking down a steep hill with something in your eye. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was driving yesterday and I was following a city bus. And on the back of this bus was something that I had never seen before. There was a big picture of this young guy who had clearly passed away recently. Oh. like Almost like a tribute to him. And then there was like the funeral homes details and like details about like their website and stuff. Wow. So I don't know if it was like an ad for the funeral home using this guy, this guy's story, or if it was like an in memoriam for him in bus form that also had the funeral home's information. Weird. I've never seen that before. I hadn't either. Huh. It was a nice photo of the guy, and I mean, kind of a nice idea too, right? Yeah. It was just new to me. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if that's a thing now. Well, that's, I didn't know, I'd never really thought that you could do that. No. You could buy personal bus ads and billboards and stuff and... I guess you can, though. Personal radio commercials. If I die, Shauna, Mm -hmm. can you do this for me? Can you take part of my estate... Mug on the back of a bus? No. Okay. Can you take part of my estate and buy ad space on X929? Can you you buy some commercials to play in very heavy rotation? Okay. You know, like Just I, so people never forget you to the point to the point that everyone is sick of of hearing from me. Oh, okay. you know when they listen. To, you just want to annoy people. Yeah, when I, okay. I want to be the ad everyone is sick of. You don't want to haunt people. You want to haunt them with your annoying yeah. ad. Okay, <laughs> interesting. So if you could like really strive to make this, these ads super annoying, like okay. more annoying than the most notoriously annoying, annoying radio ad. ads you can think of. Okay, I want that to be me, and mm. I want it to play every commercial break. And I just okay, you know, sad music starts playing, and six I mean, months. I don't know if that would be great for the station. You know, people might be like, "Okay, enough of this already." But I, it's good for you. People will never forget you. That's and for sure. Indirectly, yeah. I mean, that money would some of it would end up in your pocket, right? Because oh. that's how we make money, right? Through advertising. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm leaving a bit of a gift for you through my estate. Okay, but I just want them to be super, super annoying. Okay, all right, and heavy rotation, huh? Like every every fifteen twenty minutes, you're gonna. This was Beckler, about six months ago. How are we gonna make Beckler it died. super annoying? Well, we could work on it. Okay. We could work on it. Yeah, just annoying to, sound effects. Someone with a super annoying voice. Just a, yeah, in the background like for everyone that'll tune people out. Would that be more annoying than if I spent that money on unskippable YouTube pre rolls? 
Like if it was like a 30 second ad that played before your YouTube video, sad music. This is Beckler. I know. About I think that's actually ago. more annoying. Do you think so? Yes, because you can't <laughs> skip that. Whereas this, you can turn the channel. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Friend of the show, Fred said, "Why don't you just sponsor the Pisscast?" I mean, that's an option. Yeah. I could. You I, could do, but you can skip through those. That's why those YouTube ads that you can't skip are far worse. The most annoying? Because yeah. if you can't skip, you're you're stuck there, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's how things used to be. Remember when TV, you, you couldn't just skip through things? Yeah. You just sit in the commercial break, right? You just sit and that's when you go pee, you mm-hmm. know? That would be your, t- your opportunity to go and get snacks and everything else and... Yeah. Everybody's had to rethink advertising to really get your attention and totally. hold it and get you to listen to the Yeah, the whole, more annoying, the better now. That's right. Yeah. Uh, or like what we do, where we try to make our sponsor part of our discussion here. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. So maybe that's what Integration. Integration. Integra- integration. Maybe in my will, I'll leave a little money to sponsor the PissCast. And then it can be like, it'll be called the Shauna Podcast at that point. Yep. The Shauna Podcast. Brought Shauna's to you, piss. Brought to you by the ghost of Beckler, mm-hmm. who's now eating ghost pizzas um, in Valinor with the elves. Yeah, that would annoy me for sure. <laughs> now, the sponsor of this podcast is Shane Holmes. Shane Holmes offers affordable customization. We've told you all about what that means, but basically you can make changes to your place that other builders maybe don't allow you to do, and yep. you can do it. Uh, without it costing you an arm and a leg. Super reasonably priced. The concept of a custom home is so cool because it's exactly what you want. You always have to make sacrifices when you're buying or building unless you have an unlimited budget. Yeah. But Shane Homes allows you to make fewer of those sacrifices, which is really nice. Learn more at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Homes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. I said the best thing since sliced bread yesterday, and I was like, where did that come from? Uh, so I looked into it a little bit. So it was first used in 1928 by the, the Chillicothe Baking Company. I think I'm even saying that wrong. But they were the first company to sell sliced bread, and it was their slogan. So it was originally the best thing since bread was wrapped and then became the best thing since sliced bread. I was like, if you start that as a slogan for your own company and it becomes that popular, that's that's a win. That's a pretty big marketing win. That is a massive <laughs> marketing win and we're still using it to this day. And also sliced bread must have been huge at the time. Like, yeah. Like well, the time it would have saved you? Yes. And it's crazy because it went so quickly to 80% of the United States then bought sliced bread. So that's why it ex- it just exploded once yeah. it became a thing. Uh, in Ireland, it was the best thing since sliced pan, which I didn't realize pan in French is bread. But I guess in Ireland, they'd say pan instead of bread okay. too sometimes, which is bizarre. And I also didn't know this, but in the U.S., uh, the they banned the sale of sliced bread in 1943 during the rationing of the war. Why? Because they didn't want the wax paper being used, which was used to preserve the sliced bread because it would go stale quicker because mm. it was sliced. So they wanted to ban the use of that wax paper that they needed for other things and the steel used in the slicing machines. They wanted to ration that as well. So they actually banned sliced wow. bread for a while. Yeah. Got me thinking though, what is what would be the updated version of that? What is the best thing since sliced bread? Today? Yeah. Like what is just the most widespread modern convenience? Yeah. Like as I say it a lot, I'm like, the internet? Would that be the Yeah, I was gonna say, like, my answer to this is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. The thing that I'm most impressed by, and I could live to be a hundred years old and we could defeat aging and colonize other planets, and I would still think that Google Maps is the coolest thing in the whole world. It's true, yeah. So 
Google I've, Maps. I don't know would if I'll it. ever get tired of Google Maps. No, nope. no matter how long I live. So I would say the best thing since Google Maps. Yes, that's the that actually makes perfect sense. Yeah, the best thing since the internet, or more specifically, as you said, Google Maps for sure. Oh. Okay, sorry. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say the other thing that's really funny to me is the fact that there are people like the Pope is older than sliced bread. Yeah, you'll hear those every once in a while Which where it's like this like, thing. Because what year was it that this uh, company introduced sliced so bread? So technically 1928. So I guess the Pope is a little bit younger, <laughs> but marginally so. And it didn't become widespread until a few years later. So the, the Pope technically is. Etymology with Shauna. Podcast. We were talking recently about this incredible basketball player, Zhang Zhu, who's seven foot four. Yeah, I used this for uh, my What Did You Learn Today yesterday. You left out an important detail. She's a 15-year-old girl. Right. She's, she's a girl, but she's 15 as she's well. You're right. She's 15 girl. years old and seven foot four. Yeah. And it's funny because you were talking about this, yeah, for What Did You Learn Today? And all I could... All I could think about, I was just envisioning what Don Cherry oh, might have to no. say about her. No, it would not be good, it would it? It would be good. My God, look at the size of this one. Yes, she is seven foot four, Chinese phenom Zhang Zhu. Ah, you don't see many of the Chinese in the NHL. We got to get this broad on skates. Or at least strap the pads on her and park her and net stop a few pucks with that big body. You truly do have a way with words, Don. Ah, she's like the Chinese Zidane chair out there. Does she ever goon it up or anything like that? I I don't think she goons it up, Don. As I know as I want her on the ice if it's getting chippy. 7-7 seven, seven on skates. She's got away at least 350. She doesn't need to support the troops driving a tank like that. Let's go. Podcast. So the building I live in right now, it's a rental only building, mm-hmm. meaning that you can't own in this brand new, it's a brand new built condo building and you can't own it. You can only rent. And I've actually noticed that there are quite a few of these popping up in Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. And I looked into this a little bit because I was like, is this happening like everywhere? Why is this such a thing? And it seems very new. And all of a sudden, yeah, just a bunch of buildings all at once are like, no, no, we're rental only. Um, and it looks like it is something that Calgary is doing a lot more than other places. Obviously, they're being introduced in other big cities as well. But Calgary has really taken to this. And I'm not exactly certain why. Um, I know there's a lot of young people here and they are starting to like the idea of these rental only buildings more. Because you're not locked in then? That's that's it. I mean, like a rental apartment isn't new though. Nope. Like they, you think about some of the old brick buildings that have been around forever that were, you know, all all rentals, right? Mm. You'd rent for, like from a company that managed the place and yeah, as opposed to renting from an individual owner. Yeah, but a lot of like everywhere else that I've lived, I mean, it's a combination, right? There's lots of, obviously you rent, but you're renting from an owner. Whereas this is, you are renting from a company. You are not renting from an owner of any type of, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of nice. I have to be honest. There's a lot about it that I I think people are starting to realize might be a good idea. Like as a renter, first of all, I used to own, but I had a bunch of special assessments. So obviously there's no special assessments like there would be if you owned. Yep. Um, these companies are also designed for renters. So there's no dealing with sketchy landlords. Mm-hmm. There's no dealing with people who aren't going to fix things for you. These companies have people on site ready to repair anything that you want to repair at a moment's notice. In fact, we have an app 
where if you have something that goes wrong, you just request it on an app and then they will show, like somebody will show up at your door to fix it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And that'd be much more difficult to do if if it was a condo style, right? Where yeah. each unit was owned individually, even if it's rented out, right? More difficult to do than that's it. if it's all streamlined. Yep. Um, and these buildings are, again, they're designed for renters. So because of that, they are actually designed well because the builders are designing these thinking of longevity in mind, mm-hmm. knowing that they fully own the building. So rather than if it's something that's a quick build, right, where a certain... Interesting. So it's not like we build it and then it's your problem. Right. Yeah. It's a lot more well-designed that way. And they say that because, they, yeah, of course, the the owners of the building are like, well, we don't want to be repairing everything nonstop. So we're going to have to make it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So that's intriguing about the whole thing as well. And it's meant as an experience, right? So there's all of these extra amenities because they're trying to, again, attract people who are maybe a bit younger or don't have a massive family. Right. And so, like, our building has, you know, a double-level gym. We have a golf simulator. Sweet outdoor pool. Uh, an outdoor pool. And when you were looking at places, we talked about how those amenities are great if you're not an owner. Exactly. Right? Like, if you own a unit in a building that has all those you things, don't want that. I just look at that and be like, this is a lot of stuff to go wrong that yep. I'm going to have to pay for. But if you're renting and yeah. the pool's not working... Their problem. Totally. Right? And so, that's why I love it. Because I'm like, oh, great. You're going to deal with all that when that goes wrong? Perfect. I'm good because I want to enjoy it while it's working. And when it's not, not my problem. And many people have talked about, you know, how the answer to the housing crisis is going to come in many different forms with mixed housing, right? All different kinds of housing, different density totally. all over the city. So I, th- I think there is a spot for, there is a place in that plan for... Uh, for these like types of buildings. these types of buildings, absolutely, because not everybody wants to buy or is in a position to buy. Nope. Or and I was reading that they're becoming more and more and more popular as, of course, yeah, wanting to buy becomes something that not everybody wants to do anymore mm-hmm. or can't afford to do. Obviously, so it's an it's an interesting little shift that we're going through here. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We have a few TV tropes to discuss. We do. Well, the first is pointed out by my son Bo, who's eight. Uh, he's he's noticed that bad guys in movies and TV shows are often seated facing away from the camera, and then they spin their chair. Oh yeah, they swivel their chair to face the camera. I always think of Inspector Gadget. And, yeah, but yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's fairly well known, I think. But a couple of observations. First, if anyone did that in real life, it would be just ridiculous. Yes. Like if you had a meeting with your boss and you came in and they were facing the window, and then. They spin around. Yeah, no one would take come. you seriously. It'd be like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you villain. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, and then the second thing, I, I like that this segment that we do, they're talking about TV tropes, has people like on watch yes. for these things. And even, you know, my kids included, the fact that you know they're aware that they're consuming something that isn't real. Totally. And they're looking for like the Hollywood BS in these shows. And I think it makes us better consumers of this stuff, you know? It's true. Uh, Here's another one that I I thought of recently, but the bad job interview trope. So many movies have a job interview that goes awry in them. Uh, And then a lot of them even have a montage and it'll be of all of the like unsuitable characters that came in for the right. interviews, right? And there's the ones that are like fresh out of jail or completely, you know, <laughs> underqualified or whatever. And so it's always a montage of that <laughs> kind of thing. Or it's an interview where they sit down and there's just a, a bunch of complete misunderstandings. And then that's yeah. on the comedy side of things, right? Where you're just, you're not seeing eye to eye and there's all these misunderstandings coming along. And then the third one coming to do with interviews is somebody walks in and throws their feet up on the desk, you know? Kind, of, kind of like saying, I'm in charge here. Yes, like, which nobody would ever 
ever do in real life. You would never go in an interview and slam your feet up on the desk and be like, so hire me, right? Like, Well, maybe you're just being assertive. No, that would never work. No, That's it would never fly. a crazy thing to do. None of that. Like, there is never a good job interview in a movie. If it's a job interview, it's always going to go terrible or there's going to be misunderstandings or somebody's putting feet on desks. It's... Whereas in real life, most job interviews are probably fairly mundane, aren't right? they? Right, obviously <laughs> bad ones exist, but most of them are pretty normal, I'd say. My yeah. favorite m- m- version of that montage you're talking about is from You, Me, and Dupree. Second time I've referenced that recently on oh, the wow, show. Oh, wow, yeah. Where he's applying for all these jobs because he doesn't really want to work. Right. You know, he's, yeah. like, if you're, he's like, I'm not a Clydesdale. If you're looking for a workhorse, it's not me. <laughs> yeah. What's your policy on Columbus Day? Yes. We work. <laughs> That's, totally. Yeah. Uh, finally... Uh, I have this one. I, the show we were watching last night is, if you ever have a hostage or a captive, and I don't know why you would. Like, are you taking a lot of hostages these days, Shauna? Yeah, don't, I am. Don't let Thank them you. go to the bathroom by themselves. No. Because when you let them go rock a piss, yep. that's when they're going to escape. They that's will when escape out the window in the bathroom, guaranteed. Or they're going to launch a counterattack on you because you've you know, you've know let their let your guard down. That's what happened in the show we're watching last night. And yep. I was thinking, like, you idiots. Mm-hmm. I don't even take captives, and I know that you don't let them rock a piss by themselves. Well, I always laugh because there's always a window to escape out in the bathroom as well, which if you go to a regular establishment, a lot of the time there isn't a window out of the bathroom that you can just climb out of, you know? But of course, conveniently, in TV shows and movies, there is. This is some life advice for you. The next time you have a captive, keep this in mind. Uh, Accompany them to the bathroom. Do not let them hang a rat alone, okay? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Yesterday I was listening to Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, the song Home, Mm -hmm. which sounds like this if you don't know. As I got listening to that song, I was listening to the two singers. And mm-hmm. of course, it's a male and a female duo. And I, I kind of love the call and response that happens with that band. And I was like, man, they're a good duo. I I, I have this weakness for the, the mixture of a male and female singer, I think. Yeah, it's a different dynamic for sure. It really is. Yeah, it's cool. And I feel like it happened a lot more before. Like it was kind of an earlier music thing. And it went through kind of a big big thing at one point and we faded away from it a little bit and so I was trying to think of bands that now are bringing that back a bit mm. and there are some and I was trying to think of what the best ones were be like of course July Talk would be another example of that right so and it's kind of call and response again which is cool with them and then of course they come to so they'd be another one that has the two. On their newer releases, though, Pete has kind of taken a back seat with his vocals, right? It's true. It's more Leia that's and leading that's the way now. just it. So yeah. it was one, and now they've kind of faded away as well. And I was like, who else does it? I guess Mother Mother mm-hmm. right, would be another one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. This is Arcade that's Fire, but they're another one as well. Which yeah. The mixture of them together. Wayne and Regine? Regine. Like, that's just... Yeah. It's just a nice combo. You know what I mean? It is cool. It adds a different dynamic to to the music for sure. Yes. And going back, we just have to for Mother Mother. I think we need more is that of this. Ryan Goldemont and his sister in Mother Mother? Uh, I think so. They're the, two, they're the two singers? Yeah. Well, I guess both girls sing, don't they? They do, yes. Um, well, who'd the greatest of all time be? This is what I was wondering. Because these are all more modern... 
you know, bands that are trying to do it now, but who would be the, the first, ultimate? The first one that springs to mind if you're talking about male-female duos would mm-hmm. be... Yeah. I got you, Sonny and Cher? Yeah. Of course, Cher had a massive career after that, right? Totally. Let me know if you would count either of these, because I think these are contenders for the GOAT if you count them. Okay. Do you count ABBA? Two guys, two girls. I think that's too much. It's too much? Yeah. I mean, I, it's, of course, uh, perfect, because you do have the combination, but I think when you get to big bands like that, then we're just throwing everybody in the mix. Okay. So that's too many. Yes, too many. Uh, would you count Fleetwood Mac? See, that was who I thought maybe would be and this is the thing though because Lindsey Buckingham Stevie Nicks and Christine McVie all sing right yes and that's the thing but when you hear the combo of them together and yeah because if you if you count more than two I know because we counted mother mother that's more than two ah you're right so that if if we're talking about groups that mix male and female vocals I think it's got to be Fleetwood Mac yeah and I was thinking if it was because there's others that do backing yeah you're right because they do backing too Hmm. right yeah I'd have to say Fleetwood Mac as well then okay we've settled it the Beckler and Shauna podcast a dude I know who lives up in Sherwood Park posted a photo of his like green compost cart at his house Mm -hmm. so I guess Strathcona County where Sherwood Park is located they have this system where they'll go out and they'll conduct audits of their waste carts so they can just come up to your bin on the street and look in there and make sure that everything you've put in there is supposed to be oh wow in that bin green bin police out yeah, there yeah if we still did cops we'd yeah, have that green, would be a <laughs> green bin cops okay um wow and uh if the if everything looks right if everything is in order they'll slap a gold star sticker on it so that everybody in the neighborhood knows that you are a responsible we, citizen when it comes to waste management. We had that so, system in grade two. Yes. If you behaved well, you'd get a gold star on your library card. And they have that so for garbage in okay. Strathcona County. Because we've talked before about like the issues that you know garbage and recycling has mm-hmm. with like contamination and yeah. the wrong things going in the wrong bins and it can really really gum up the works right do, do you get anything so, for having a gold star or is you it should right right so like, a few bucks knocked off your, your utilities for that or something right yeah i guess they also have another system where like if you know someone who's re- who's a good recycler or a good composter you can like you can send in a tip and Hilarious. then they'll get a gold star. I'm like, who's doing that? Like, how do I know if my neighbors are responsible with, I don't look in their bins. I'm going to start creeping so, their bins too. Hmm? Hey, we got a violation. Yep. Here. See, we I think. I have one here. Oh. I think this positive reinforcement is nice, but I think shame is a more effective motivator. Yeah. So I think instead of the gold star sticker, they should carry a, I don't know, a can of spray paint or like a big red stamp or something. Mm-hmm. And then if they find an issue yeah. in your bin during one of these audits, they mark it. They mark it and then your your bin is marked and everyone can see that you are an inconsiderate person. I should just spread animal blood on your front door, <laughs> you know? Oh, it's marked. They can it's do that too. <laughs> yes. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Been sent a couple of infectious laughs recently. Oh, give them to me. You and I love when We love a good a infectious <laughs> laugh on this radio program. Crazy unique laugh. Yep. Uh, this one was, it was sent to our Instagram group chat with friend of the show, Heather. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, there's these ladies and they're like, they're knitting some sort of pasta, like they've taken the pasta noodles and they're treating it like yarn and knitting it together. And the one woman is dying. She's. 
that's good. Heather, <laughs> Heather's like, there's some real jungle noises happening in this Absolutely. One. That's how you know it's a good real laugh. And it's not that funny. No. Like, I'd be like, oh, neat. They knitted these noodles together, and this woman was just making <laughs> monkey noises. <laughs> Uh, the second that an orangutan? One, or? <laughs> I can't remember if we played this or not, um, but this was sent to me by front of the show, Cat. And it's these three buddies sitting around, and they're, they're just sitting around a table drinking, and someone told a funny joke, and the one guy is... <laughs> Come on, get to the third. Get <laughs> <laughs> to the third. <laughs> I can't even oh breathe. My He's God. laughing so hard. That is phenomenal. Those <laughs> unique laughs, man. Oh, man. Yeah, there's uh, that. We always get sent that clip from uh, the one show where all of the people with the most unique laughs all get in the same room together. And it is just... It sounds like a full barn, doesn't unbelievable. it? Like, it'd be so much fun to sit around and have a few drinks with these people, try to get them to laugh. Yeah. Uh, what if we we layer these up against each other? <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f they're going to say f Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.